Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for October 4, 2011. We'll have the sales report for September in the American market in the second half of the show. And wow, did those numbers surprise everyone. Meanwhile, earlier this morning, Ford and the UAW announced they reached an agreement on a new labor contract. Now the UAW workers at Ford will have to vote on it, and no doubt some union activists will kick up a ruckus, but it's likely the contract will be approved. Part of the reason is that Ford will be adding or saving up to 12,000 union jobs, and it will likely move some production of the Ford Fusion and Lincoln MKZ out of Mexico into the Flat Rock plant in Michigan. Meanwhile, negotiations are dragging on at Chrysler, where Bloomberg reports that Chrysler CEO Sergio Marchionne is taking a hard line and risking sending the talks into arbitration. However, progress is being made. Fiat announced it will not move production of the Jeep Compass out of the U.S. and over to Italy and will instead make a smaller Jeep there. He's back! Chrysler's former CEO Bob Nardelli has resurfaced, saying the Obama administration didn't need to turn Chrysler over to Fiat and that Cerberus, the private equity firm, could have done a better job turning the automaker around. Of course, Mr. Nardelli is overlooking all the platforms and powertrains and technology that Fiat is bringing to Chrysler. And I can tell you firsthand that the top executives at Chrysler distrusted and disliked Nardelli while they are willing to run through walls for Marchione. Wow, China could be losing its edge as a low-cost manufacturing center. The Wall Street Journal reports that the head of Hyundai's joint venture operations in China is worried. He says by 2015, wages in China are likely to double from today's level. In 2009, the average worker brought in about $4,200 a year. Over the decades, people from China's countryside flooded its cities looking for work. That kept wages down, but now employees are starting to demand higher pay and better jobs. And in somewhat related news, Brazil slapped heavy import taxes on cars, which was deliberately aimed at Chinese and Korean automakers. The B in BRIC countries increased taxes by 30% on imported vehicles when a car maker's local production is less than 65% of sales. Local automakers, including VW, Fiat, GM, Ford, and Renault, complained that the Chinese and Koreans were hurting their business. And now to the green department. GM plans to start selling compressed natural gas and bifuel trucks next year. CNG-powered pickups should go on sale early in the fourth quarter of 2012. These systems will be fitted as original equipment and covered by the company's standard bumper-to-bumper and powertrain warranties. Coming up next, you have got to see the September sales numbers in the American market. We'll be back in a moment. 
Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. New car sales in the U.S. market came in far stronger than expected last month. Wards reports that sales were up 9.8%, topping 1 million units, and the seasonally adjusted annual rate, or SAR, came in at 13 million vehicles. And guess what? It's the big three again. Stunningly, Chrysler outsold Toyota for the month, meaning GM, Ford, and Chrysler are once again the largest automakers in the American market. At least for a month, that is. Honda and Toyota both saw sales fall as dealers are still short of the inventory they need, though the Toyota Camry remained as the best-selling car in America. The other Japanese automakers were all up, with the exception of Subaru, which fell slightly. And we have got to give a shout-out to Mazda, which saw the highest percentage gain of any automaker. Hyundai and Kia both enjoyed torrid sales rates, but fell just short of outselling Honda like they did the month before. And the European brands did very well. All were up by double digits, except for Saab, which continues to falter. But Volkswagen hit the second highest percentage gain. In fact, get this, sales of the new Passat were up a mind-boggling 952%. But the real story is that trucks had a scorching hot month. They hit nearly 55% market share. And it was the big ones that sold the best. For example, sales of the Chevrolet Suburban were up 83%. The Tahoe was up 62%. But at the other end of the spectrum, sales of hybrids fell by 15%. You know, what's so interesting in these numbers is that they fly in the face of those who say the American economy is on the brink of a double-dip recession. It's hard to see how that's going to happen when car sales are consistently topping $1 million a month. Hey, don't forget to join us for Open Line tonight. This month, Michelle Naranjo from Autobytel is joined by guest co-host Aaron Bragman, a senior analyst for IHS Automotive. They'll be talking to Pete Raskovic, an automotive educator who will tell us what he's doing to help kids understand cars at an early age. We open up our phone lines to you starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time at Autoline.tv or you can call in to 1-712-432-0900 and the PIN is 911-633. That's Open Line, or as we like to describe it, Car Talk That Talks Back. And that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.